You're listening to the Grapes and Gorak Podcast. Powered by Overtime Media. All right, welcome back. Episode 54 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. The Eric Hendricks episode. The Eric Hendricks episode. has been a beast this year. Oh, my. He, he has. I, and he played great. Played great uh, yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Got it. We're getting this out on a Monday. Yeah, you know, Had nice. to because of the Thursday game. Yep, yep. Don't mess around. Which we're going to. We are going to it. Uh, you know? I believe we got our uh, tickets off of Vivid Seats. Which is, you know, this is the studio, the Vivid Seats Studios. The Vivid Seats Studios. And I'm, I'm Grapes, by the way. Gorak. Um, that, yeah, short week. Yeah, short week. You know, we got uh, three tickets going. You, Rennie, the draft expert, will yep. be at the game. So Vivid Seats, go ahead, go to VividSeats.com, Vivid Seats mobile app. Use uh, promo code OVERTIME. Get up to $100 off your uh, first purchase. Right on. We, that's, what, uh, that's what we, we did. Yeah, that's I what mean, we did. I mean, this for, is not our first purchase, so we didn't get a discount. But, but this is fantastic. I believe you've done it for the next three weeks is where you Oh, yeah. Your... I got uh, tickets to the – well, you and Ronnie got tickets to this for Redskins game. Yep, to the Redskins game. I and got those got off Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats for the Chiefs game. Vivid Seats for the Cowboys game. And I'm trying to get Alabama LSU tickets because I'm going to be in the area. Those are going to be, you know – uh, a good grab yeah. when you're able to get those yeah. because I want to get them. I'm just you know I'm just waiting for you know you know see how the market goes. You know Tua got hurt. Yep, so that could play in your favor. He did say he'll be back. Yeah, you know, and I kind of feel like it's not going to matter. Like, it's going to be number one versus number two. It's looking like unless exactly. somehow one of them blows it. But. And it's LSU Alabama. Like yeah. doesn't matter if one's it's sort of like one when you two buy tickets to Lambo no matter what. Like, yeah, they're they're a tough ticket to get. And is it a night game? I don't or know yet. Last I checked, it's, it just says TBD, so I don't... Okay, I bet it's going to end up being a night game. I if it's got, one and two, yeah. it's going to be primetime yeah, prime television. Time, right? yeah. So, um, but yeah, you know. Use Vivid Seats. Vivid Seats, promo code overtime. Get yourself up to $100 off your first purchase. Right on. And uh, speaking of Eric Kendricks... Quality uh, ball player. Very good ball player. I, you know, Mike Zimmer... In, was pretty happy when he found out he was uh, pro football focus as number two. Yeah, he was uh, jacked linebacker. Uh, number two. And then had a great week this week. Maybe he's number one now. I don't uh, know. Haven't looked. Good good point because, uh, I mean, he was one of the uh, few defenders who Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to out. the Troys, and I feel like there was a lot on defense that didn't play well. Oh. He did play well, though. He's played well all season. Uh, but anyways, yeah, it's Monday. Uh, Vikings won 42 to 30. 30. Um, did you see a shootout coming? No. I mean, nope. I sort of felt like maybe middle of the pack. I didn't th- like. I feel like ver- us versus Detroit, like there's going to be some touchdowns. It's not going to be like us versus the Bears. Didn't see that the offense was literally going to have to carry us to victory. I saw like 20 to 17. Yeah, that, that sounded know, that sounds about right. 16, yeah. do- doesn't matter. But, yeah, I, I did not think that 42 to 30 would be the final. And if it was the final, I figured maybe it wasn't a shootout. Maybe – Detroit got like a couple garbage time touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Maybe but, it was already 42 to like 20 and they scored, you know, 10 points here at the end yeah. there. But it was close up until basically the play action shot to Diggs. Yeah, that was a very stressful game to watch. Yeah, it was like there were so many moments where like, this, like, like the Diggs drop or, you know, before halftime giving up the touchdown. Like so many times it was like, oh my gosh, like if we just don't do that, it's probably over. Like yep. I just feel like we pull away. But no, they just kind of hung with us. Yeah, and it was it, it was it was tough to watch. Like fun to I, watch, I, fun to watch. But I'm like, I, I I'm kind of sick. I'm sitting there screaming at the TV, which I I shouldn't be doing, but it doesn't matter. Like can't it, help it. Oh, it was it was really bad. Um, got the W though, five and two. 
a hard-fought W, five and two. Yeah, got a, finally won, got a division win. Yeah, we won the last three games. I mean, sixteen point favorites over the Redskins, I believe. Last I saw, you get six and two at the halfway point. You got a little mini buy because you got Thursday night. Like and you're sitting pretty good, and you potentially go and face some homeless Chiefs. And team, you could be sitting seven and two going against Dallas, mm-hmm. and I mean that game's not as big as it looked, you know, like to start the they, season. They were three and zero to start the year. They're yeah. four and three now. They lost three straight. They just pounded up on the Eagles. Dallas had home on prime yeah. time. I mean, that's it looks a lot more winnable than it was when they were three and zero and we were what one a two and one, I guess. Two, yeah, two and one. It just they look like. I mean, I feel like we can go in and take them. And that Charger road game is looking like. I mean, we're going to be favored in that game. Yeah. And to start the year, it was like, oh, oh there's going to be a real tough one. No, because no, they were 13-3 and three last year. Yeah, Very good. good defense. Team is falling apart. Did you see how they lost? Yeah. At three straight times on the one-yard line. Fumbles it. Like, why are they running the ball? The whole thing was weird to me. I, oh. It's very confusing. But, yeah, our schedule actually kind of opens up. I mean, you got Redskins, Chiefs without Mahomes, which not for sure yet. But if you do get Mahomes, you're getting a hobbling Mahomes. Yeah. Like if they try to force him back, I feel like they probably won't. It probably will be Matt Moore. Yeah, then Cowboys. Which kind of upsets me because I really – that's kind of like the reason why we chose the Chiefs to go down I mean, to Kansas City, I think. I, feel, I mean, Arrowhead's awesome. It's it's close. It's a good spot to go to. But, yeah, it is sort of like it would have been cool to see Mahomes in person. And, like, but, I, I've, I've lost on the road before, so it wouldn't be a big deal. Have you but, been to – you've been to the Titans win, right? Titans win, yeah, and That's it, I guess right? Packers tie. I mean, I would rather have a win than watch Mahomes. Yeah, like it, true. even if we were a bad team, like it's just like the the fun of winning on the road and you being in the crowd and like all the home fans leaving and it's just like it's just the Viking fans and it's like you we're still out there skull chanting and like yeah, it's it's, it's I'd rather be have a that. lot of Vikings fans because it's in Kansas City. Yeah, I mean, obviously not as much like. When you go when we went to Tennessee, but probably like a, a Pittsburgh kind It'll of It'll be thing. interesting to see too if people with Mahomes out maybe sell their tickets. Like say you're a Chiefs season ticket holder. It's like, okay, I I'm gonna go to five or six games this year. Here's a good one to sell. Mahomes yep. isn't playing. Let me make a yep. little money back on my season see, ticket package. Uh the away team isn't too far away. Yeah, so you'll like, get you'll get some buyers coming in. Like it might be interesting to see how many Viking fans are there. Um I guess what you're missing though is the chance to beat Mahomes, which would have been Really cool. Yeah, if we or were there even like a shootout against Mahomes. Yeah. Like, Which we're good at now. Yes. I mean, we weren't bad last year against the Rams. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We, but, did, we did play them well. But last three games, they haven't been shootouts, but, uh, you know, the man led the way. Last three games, Kirk. Kirk. Um, Looking played, like a stud. Yeah, was last, was yesterday the best game? I think it was. I think he literally game? took that Eagle game and he like, went a step better. Yeah. Like, he just keeps, we'll get to him more uh, in the, uh, Teddy the, section, because yes. I'm guessing, you know, he's going to be our number one Teddy. I mean, the guy's playing out of his mind. Um, I've seen a lot of people going, though, like, oh, I don't see a lot of Cousins critics out now. But it's like, well, yeah, duh. Yeah. He's killing it. I don't know. I just, like, I I don't want to get too far ahead. Like, oh, he's turned a corner. He's a star now. It's like, dude, we've seen him be good before. We've seen him be bad before. I could see us going on the road to Seattle and it getting ugly. Like Exactly. Like, it, it's it's just, it doesn't have to be this good consistent from here on out. But he's got to show some sort of consistency before yeah. we can say, oh, he's turned the corner. Yeah, like when has he – I guess this is definitely like his three best games as a Viking. Last year to start the year was pretty good, but he had that Bills game mixed in there that kind of – Yeah, that I don't know. that kind of throws it off. But And 
none of the games at the end of the year. No, the second <laughs> half of the season weren't great at all. So um, besides the Miami game, was it was it the Saints? He played pretty well against the Saints at home last year, didn't he? Through the pick six, though, which was but that miscommunication. Was, I know, but it's still like you look at yeah. you look at it, and it's like ah, you know, we lost. Yeah. Um, but yeah, five and two. Detroit is now what two, three, and one. Yep, they're in last the in the division. Bears now. lost three and three. Trubisky's looking like Trubisky. Who they lose to? They lost to a Teddy. Boy, Teddy. Five and zero. Five and zero. Five and zero as a starter. Oof, man. Yeah, all he does is win. What is his career record now? It's got to be like really good. It's got to be very good. And you know the thing is, no is, Kamara. No, yeah, no, no Jared Cook. He, he Bears threw defense. for 280 yards. How did Kirk look against that defense? That's what I'm saying, man. And, like, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I mean, they have, a, they have a way better offensive line. I'll give them that. Yes. They probably have true. one of the best offensive lines in the league. But that's the team that I'm most scared of in the NFC. Like, I know the 49ers are undefeated, but the Saints. They, they, I, I've, got a, I've got a stat uh, that will we'll pull up later when I'm going through little nuggets. I, I grabbed, oh, I forgot. I, yep, yep, New yep, segment, I, Ryan's I, Nuggets. I, 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 grabbed, I grabbed a couple Nuggets. Um, but then I'll also throw out that one because it's got something to do with the uh, the te- some like pretty good teams that have really good records. and Maybe aren't of, as good as... Uh, yeah. yeah. So we'll get we're back s- to those Niners. We're Not sti- scared of the Niners. We're still third in point differential, although the Niners are second. The Vikings do have the number six overall de- offense right now. And our defense probably slapped, but going into uh, this, the Detroit game, I believe we were number five. Yeah, I can't imagine defense. we fell out of the top ten or anything. I mean, it's our first. Probably went down to like eight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's our first bad game. The Packer first first quarter was bad, but other than that, I mean, a couple hiccups with the Eagles, but otherwise the defense has been pretty solid. This game, they were not good. Yeah. Um, any other general thoughts before we hit the uh, Teddies and the Troys? No, I think uh, – I mean, I really like that five and two record. It just—if you can get that Redskin win, six and two at the halfway point, and like you said, with a mini buy, mini buy at the halfway, perfect. And we have two road wins now, so if we sweep our home games, ten and six at worst. And and you have a road Charger game, a road Matt Moore game, road and Cowboys, a road, road Cowboys, Seahawks. and a road Seahawks. Yeah, that's Seahawks game, man. That's here's who is it the other day that was talking about? I think I was watching NFL Network or something. And they were like, you know, Vikings look good, but it was a noon game, you know, noon kickoff indoors. Let's see them on prime time. I think they were talking about Kirk, but it's like, yeah, let's. I, I just want to see it in a big moment for him because he's in nights prime time. <laughs> Adrian Peterson homecoming. Case Keenum. Hey, yeah, the Miracle Man's in the building. Oh. Yeah, if we actually were playing a decent opponent, it would be like. Well, although it will be cool if, if, like, say Kirk does like light it up. Because people are like, there's there's whispers of like, is he in the MVP discussion? Yeah, there is. There, uh, there are. Let's compare call- him and Roger's stats, and he's uh, better in most categories. Yeah, he's number one in passer rating yeah. at like one twenty four, which is really good. Very good. I don't think. Well, because Roger- I feel like what people are forgetting, they're like, well, why wasn't this offense like this the first three weeks of the year? What what's going on? We won two of those games in blowout fashion. People act like the offense was doing bad the first four weeks. It was bad versus... Green Bay. It was... Uh, to start. To start. And it was bad versus the Bears. But in the other two games, the offense was fine. We just didn't need to throw. So it's like, oh, what was going on then? It's like 28 to 0 to start the game, so we just milked the clock. You know, yeah. it is what it is. Kirk threw 10 passes. And it's not because he's bad. Yeah. look at, I bet his quarterback rating was solid that game. Well, I... I 
eight of ten. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like a hundred and twenty-three yards. Yeah. Two touchdowns. I mean, t- obviously, it's not like the volume stats, but it's like if you look at quarterback rating, it's it's why his quarterback rating is number one in the league. Because yeah. even in the games where we blew people out, and people think, oh, the passing game did nothing, he was still efficient and did his job. So, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, let's get a primetime win. This one, like, Redskins, so it doesn't really matter. But, but it, does it would that. be cool on primetime if he can put something up because I feel like the rest of, like, I just I listen to a lot of podcasts and everyone's sort of like, oh, Kirk Cousins. Psh. And this week it turned a little. It was like, Kirk Cousins, oh. But, is he good now? So, like, but he's got to play. If he, I don't know. It's against the Redskins, man. He can't, he can't even, like, be a little off against the Redskins, I feel like. This is his revenge game. You know what's I, funny is I sent you the Josh Doxson revenge game. Uh, I don't know if you were joking I back. I was joking. Okay, good. Because <laughs> you're like, yeah, I can't think of any other former Redskins. And I was like, okay, I hope that's sarcasm. But, okay, good, it was. Yep. Um, yeah, Keenum versus Cousins. I mean, we basically chose Cousins Cous- over Keenum, and they basically chose not to keep Cousins. So I feel like... And they chose to trade for Keenum. This is like... <laughs> You think everyone's talking about Kirk Cousins playing angry. Like, there's no game more that he's going to want to. He's is had that time. game circled since, I don't know, schedule comes out in March. We didn't play them last year, right? No. Yeah. Like, he's so, had that game circled since March or when yeah. the schedules came out. And he was probably hoping that maybe the Redskins are somewhat decent so he can just stick it to them and kind of, you know, potentially kill their season. Yeah. But – this will do too. Yeah, just you, a just garbage stomp on squad. Just, just stomp on them. Yeah, and like everyone hates an organization. Did you see Kyle Shanahan's comments? Yeah, they were like, "What did you like about working for the Redskins?" And he's like, "Working for with my dad." Other than that, I didn't. Yeah, something like that. Like that's paraphrasing, but yeah, like basically, like that place sucks. Yeah. So who's Bill Callahan? Bill Callahan. Okay. Yeah. Now, remember, not about the not yards about the yards. Yeah, it's about how many. It's about how many rushing attempts you get. Well, how many points? They got zero points last week, so that's impressive. I know it was a monsoon. But they had 20 rushing attempts and only 12. Well, AP had 20 carries. Yeah. They only threw the ball 12 times. So. <laughs> he was an efficient 7 for 12 or something. Yeah. You know what's funny is they covered the spread and they didn't score a point. What was the spread in that game? I guarantee it was more than nine. Maybe yeah. it wasn't. I don't know. 49ers versus the Redskins. I know. I guess it was like in. 12. That's my guess. Is it was something like that. Undefeated yeah. Niners. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's get to our teddies because we've kind of already dove into Kirk. Should we take a break real quick? Yeah, let's take a break real quick. Today's episode of Grapes and Gorak is brought to you by CBS Sports HQ, the brand new streaming sports news network. It's live 24-7 and costs you nothing. That's right. It's sports coverage that's always and always free. Always. CBS Sports HQ is coverage, always focused on the game, tons of highlights, breaking news as it happens, fantasy advice, and something we care about deeply here, gambling picks and analysis to get that extra edge. I know when I turn on CBS Sports HQ, I see the tips and trends I need to win my bets. And don't forget... You can get access to all the great coverage completely free. I don't mean free for a week or a month, or if you have some special cable package, it's totally, completely free for everybody. You don't even need a login. Just download the CBS Sports app on your phone, Apple TV, Roku, Fire TV, or other connected device at any time to watch CBS Sports HQ. No fake debates, just sports for real sports fans at the great price of completely free. My favorite. 
You don't even have to log in or sign up or anything. Download the CBS Sports app and watch CBS Sports HQ today. All right. I don't know if you noticed that was a live read, Ryan. That was fantastic, you know? I I nailed that halfway through. I'm like, dude, I'm killing this. CBS Sports HQ. Download it. Steven, you got your wish. Yeah. Live ad reads are back. They are back. Um, So let's go into the teddies. Yeah, let's hop into the teddies. Uh, we uh, we discussed them a little bit, but let's go more yeah. in depth on let's uh, talk about Kirk, the man, the myth, the legend, Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Um, that was that was very impressive. When we uh, when we first started getting into the shootout, I was like, oh boy, like Kirk's looking good. Well, but it, how can he keep this up? I mean, against a team that's kind of you know pushing back, not like the Eagles where he played really well. It's like. A divisional opponent. It on just the road. felt like they on couldn't the road. stop him, though. That's like, that's true. But uh, again, as I'm watching, it's like, how long can he keep it up? Yeah, it's. I mean, 30, 24 for thirty four, three hundred thirty seven yards and four touchdowns. That's unreal. he's the first player in NFL history to have over three hundred yards and a quarterback rating of I forget what it was over one thirty. I believe so. How is in that possible? Three straight games. Three straight games. Yeah, I mean that's the stat. Like, yeah. What the? What is going on? Yeah, and we, I mean, we literally looked like they couldn't stop us. Like, we could run it, we weeks. could throw it, we could do whatever we wanted. And his throws have been so much like more ballsy. The throw to Thielen for the touchdown, he doesn't make that f- f- four weeks ago. He doesn't make that last year. Yeah, four weeks ago, like he was he was so skittish. Like I feel like it was guys open, and he was like, "Oh, they're not completely open. I'm just going to check it down to Ham." You know, he just chucks it up to Thielen, makes a play. I mean, that that's I mean, it sucked that Thielen got hurt, but. Like right over the top of a safety, you know. Yeah, and, it, he perfect throw had to be, you know. And, and yeah, and like Thielen's open on that play. He is like, open. Like yeah. you just have to, you just have to like, want to make the throw. You have to yeah. trust your. You uh-huh. gotta and throw it where either he's gonna catch it or it's gonna go through the end zone. You know, because if you look at the replay, no one else is open. So right. it's he's either gonna do that or he's gonna throw it away. So just throw it up. Let Thielen make a play. When he threw that, I thought there was no way we were gonna score. I thought, okay, this is Thielen's gonna get out of bounds. Nope. Nope. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, and I mean, the play actions that he's just, I mean, I love the boots to the left because yep. like, he just flips back, squares up, and just fire into like, you know, everyone. Irv Smith, Rudolph, BC, they're all getting Tam got a touchdown. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that was on play action, too. I think all the touchdowns were on play action. He's been dynamite on play action. And year. we've called more of it uh, lately. I mean, I know that's I, been I, kind of like what it often should be. But I saw, I, I believe I saw, I think it was First, like, three weeks or four weeks, it was, like, 24% play action. Now we're up at, like, 47. Yeah. Like, we've doubled our play action usage. And, like, that feels right. It feels like almost every, like every other time we drop back, it's play action. It's, like, sometimes it's weird. Like, oh, no play action there? You just straight drop? Like, yep. oh, okay, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, we just ran the ball three straight times. Where's the play action? Yeah. It's... Um, and the thing is, is it, it now throws the defense off. We, you know, they're... Stefanski is doing a phenomenal job calling plays for Kirk. Uh, he's a, I mean, I don't we'll, know. If, we'll get yeah, to them. he's we'll get to them. He's getting he's pushed. on the teddies. <laughs> yeah, he's on the teddies. He's, <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, but yeah, Kirk. More about Kirk. I think I just think he's playing with so much more like fire and like he just. I know he acts like he didn't hear all the criticism and stuff, but I feel like he heard some shit. Oh, definitely. And I, I think he heard some shit in house too. Well, I mean, both his receivers clearly were upset with him after the Bears game. Thielen vocally was like we got to be able to pass we got to hit those deep balls and Diggs basically wanted to quit the team and it's like wait you guys don't want to play with me (laughs) yeah 
come on, man. Yeah, what's going on? Here? I, I'm I'm Kirk. Look at me. I, I don't just, say anything bad. This is the Kirk that like why he does make all the money is because like Case Keenum can't make some of these throws. The arm talent. Case just doesn't have it. Case has other strengths, you know, it's, it's what Kirk it is. Kirk Cousin has top 15 NFL arm talent. Like, yeah, some of this stuff is like, okay, no, only only a few handful of quarterbacks can make that absolute throw. There's throws that even Teddy can't make that he can make. Yep, true. Teddy doesn't have a big as arm as him. So oh. Teddy, Teddy's got a bigger brain. That's, yeah. that's where he makes his <laughs> Teddy's money Teddy's right got there. pocket presence, yep. and he's, you know. Which Kirk's has looked phenomenal. I think we've helped a lot, too, with the bootlegs and stuff, like, Get him to do, out of the pocket. Yeah, do less of that. Like, just get him bootlegging, and then it's like, okay, if no one's open, he's not going to get stripped. He's not going to take a sack. He's just going to throw it away. Or or he'll get you three yards. Yeah, he'll run for – yeah, exactly. He'll get oh. you three. He'll get you three yards. But I think that, is, that has helped a ton. I mean, he didn't get sacked. Again, didn't he not get sacked two weeks ago? Yeah, I think I think think the oh the Giants got him once because Dexter Lawrence got a sack. I think. Oh, that's right. But the it's Eagles, been the, it, the Eagles. I don't know if they did. I don't think they did. I feel like we talked about that. And yeah. it's been very, very much improved as far as like him. It was just like what was Zimmer's thing? Like build a solid pocket so he can throw. You know, yeah. it's been happening. And like it's what we've been saying all offseason. It's like okay, Kirk is Kirk. He's ten to fifteen. He's solid. But give him a good line, a good scheme, and good receivers, and he can, he can do this. He can, he can. It can all come together. He can be worth his money. Yeah, you know, like this is the Kirk Cousins we thought we were getting at the start of last season. Exactly. I mean, it's a year and a quarter late, but I'll take it. Yeah, and you hopefully know? it continues. Yes. I still get annoyed, though, that every time he does anything good or bad, his contract gets brought up. Like, even us talking about it, you know, like. Yeah, we just brought it. I, we I both brought did. It. I brought it up oh, a second yeah. ago, too, and it's like, we always talk about it. His contract isn't that big of an anomaly. It's like, I don't, it's. I know, not. and you know, I hate people on Twitter when they bring up his contract. So I'm mad that, I, that we're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's finally making all that money he earned. It's like, Stafford makes more than him. So does Matt Ryan now, doesn't he? Did yeah. Did he sign an extension yep. after Kirk? Yeah. And what, what's Jimmy the, Garoppolo. No one's makes? talking about that. No one, like, that's a good example. Jimmy Garoppolo makes, I think, half a million Half less. a million less a year. And no one goes like, finally, Jimmy's earning that money they gave him. It's only because he did the guaranteed thing. No. Nope. It's only because of that. Because if it would, like we've said, I think we say it every podcast, but if he had done a five-year deal with two million. tacked on things that was yeah. 84 guaranteed, it would have just been like, oh, there's a... There's a guy who got, got yeah, paid. Yeah, like if it was a five-year, $144 million deal. Uh-huh, with it's $84 like, million guaranteed. Yep. Everyone would have been like, oh, cool. It's like a, it's a top-of-the-tier market, whatever. It'll get beat soon, Like, and forget about it. But just because it was fully guaranteed, everyone brings it up all the time. And because it's Minnesota, we have had quarterback issues for decades. Oh, and I, our, our fan base is so like, one bad game. He's trash. Jack-o-hi. Get rid of him. One good game. He's the best. I've oh. always thought so. It's like, oh my god. It's they're they oh. too Jekyll Hyde for me. They are just yeah. Fire but, Zimmer. Oh yeah, yep. That one's my that one's that one's right up there with Fire Spielman as like my favorite. I Vikings feel like Twitter Fire game. Spielman is the dumbest thing I could like. Have we ever had a GM that like just completely look at our roster? Are you kidding me? You want to yeah. fire the guy that built well, this? Well, he's using draft picks on kickers, too. Oh, what are you yeah. Doing? Can't be doing that. Can't try to improve those situations. It's and like, you're drafting Hakeem Butler over Alexander Madison. What are you doing? Other way around. He drafted Alexander. Or, yeah. Well, yeah. Look, yeah. Look at our draft picks right now. Uh, Bradbury is very steadily improving. Yep. Looks legit. And if he's going to be now this good, like eight, eight, seven games into his rookie season, I feel like, okay, we hit on that pick. Er Smith. Clearly, once he's, I mean, he's only 21 or 20. 20 I, I think he's 21. He might be 21 now. now, yeah. He looked really good this game. And then 
Uh, Alexander Madison is clearly a hit. The first three picks all look very good. And then let's scoot down to round seven. B.C. Johnson. All of B.C. Johnson. I mean, all of the B. Give me all the B.C. Johnson. In the if world. you literally just hit on those four, it's a good draft. Like I feel like people always like look at it and go like, oh, like, they drafted five shitty guys in the mid rounds. It's like go look at every other GM. They also miss on more than half their picks. The fact is, you want them to hit on like at least some, and like Spielman hits on a lot. Right now, we're probably sitting at like what forty percent. Forty percent. We've got four out of twelve, so thirty three percent. We've hit. Well, and third. that I mean, Austin Cutting. Oh yeah, how does that not? I mean, that you he, had that he's one. He's been in good. Um, Chris Boyd, I guess. I mean, I wouldn't say I s- wouldn't say hit or miss yet, but I certainly wouldn't say miss. So yeah. it's like, who's a sure miss? I'm pretty sure Cameron Smith ain't gonna be nothing. Probably you don't not. get cut as a fifth rounder. Yeah, he's back on the active right now, but that's because injuries and yeah. he, I probably. Uh, other than that, I would say everyone's still kind of up in the air. True. I mean, I mean Oli Udo, Drew Samia, that's all like project Dylan guys. Dylan, and stuff like Dylan that. Mitchell, I'm a little worrisome that he got cut too, but like seventh, seventh, seventh round, round you never know. He's, we traded back, we, we got yeah. all those seventh round picks to get undrafted free agents we, we wanted on yeah. the team. And again, you could literally have all those guys be garbage and just hit on Bradbury, Smith, Madison, BC, and cutting. And cutting. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Not everyone oh, gets. You know how you yeah, get twelve picks like too. That's not even. That's not even fair to use a percentage, because he didn't start with seven with twelve picks. He created twelve picks. That's you know what true. I mean? Like, so it's like you start with seven. Let's say someone picked seven guys. Like, what? Who's the GM that never trades? Uh, Gettleman or whatever. Yeah, he hasn't traded in like five years, so he just picks seven guys every year. It's like, okay, if he hits on three of those, that's a pretty good percentage. It's only three guys though. Spielman hits on half of twelve. That's six guys. Yeah. I mean, it's about moving around the board too. I just. It's just like, how can someone look at all this talent and be like, fire yeah, but, Spielman? Yeah, but Spielman's always hit like 45% yeah. of his draft picks. And like, everyone, own, everyone always has like a first round bust thrown in there. Uh, we I mean, we had Treadwell. Treadwell and Ponder. Those are his two biggest misses ever. And they're so both two in, need picks. Two in eight years? Has yeah. been our GM for eight or nine years? Uh, well, GM, GM, it's been shorter. Yeah, it's, I think it's eight or nine. And then, But he went all the way back to the children's days. Yeah. When so, he was like, you know, a corner of the triangle of authority or yeah, stupid shit they were doing. But so, I mean, His, two two first round picks in eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. So every I mean, four years you're gonna miss on one. Yeah, I'll take it. His other misses are like Sharif Floyd because like doctor fucked up his leg. Yeah. Cordero, not a great for a first round pick. You know, even Teddy for a while, it's like, oh, Teddy was you know okay, he screwed his leg up, and now I don't know, check he's yeah, but undefeated. he created those other first round picks. That's true. I, well, he traded Harvin, who he also picked, who was really good. Yeah. It uh, doesn't matter. Spielman's a great GM. Yeah, People that want to fire, fire him. Don't fire Spielman. Don't fire him. Don't fire him because... He paid him Kirk all that money. Fire him. Don't fire him because he paid Kirk when we needed a quarterback. Don't fire him because he's trying to make our roster better by dra- by drafting uh, kickers. And locks or, tra- or trading kickers. Yeah. Or trading for kickers. And don't fire him because he's Slick Rick, you know? Come on now. <laughs> I like Spielman. I like Zimmer. I would fire Zimmer for one reason. To keep Kevin Stefanski. That is it. That is it. That's let's let's get on to my Teddy number one, Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, he uh my my phone's over there on the charger, but he's in my notes on, on my list. I'm like, you know what? I know Darren's gonna say him, but I wanna say him too. <laughs> I wanna be so I, I I'm just joking when I say I wanna fire Zim. But I would, I'm going to be annoyed when Stefanski leaves and he goes to some franchise and he's a great head coach and has great offense. And when he's the there's, next Kyle Shanahan, it's almost like when we had Brad Childress, who was doing fine, and Tomlin left, 
and became a great coach for the Steelers for 15 years. And I remember hearing, I don't know which, I think it might've been Chad Greenway. No, no, no. It was an offensive guy because they said, we would be in the offensive meetings with Childress and you could hear the defensive meetings in the other room and you could just tell that guy had way more like locker room presence, like just the ability to lead men. They're like, Mike Tomlin is 50 times what Brad Childress is. But at the time, Childress was, you know, he was doing, you know, he's doing fine. He was building a winner. He was, as we were building towards the 2009 season, you know, so it was like, we're not going to, there's nothing to do. You can't, like, what can you do to keep it? It was Tomlin's first year. You know, it, is that what it, well, it was? Well, Childress's first year. Yeah. He brought in Tomlin as yep. a defensive coordinator. He was a D-backs coach for Tampa. I think that's right, yep. And so, like, right off the bat, you're you're not going to hire a D-backs coach to be your head coach. Yeah. But, I mean, once he once they saw how good that defense immediately turned around, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, like you said, his just his presence. Yeah, I think that's what it – like. and the thing is, like, you, you're not going to – Go, oh crap, he is really good. We can't lose him. Sorry, Childers, you're fired. Yeah. It's just like they're not going to go, oh great, there's Kevin Stefanski. Clearly, if he keeps this up, he's going to get a head coaching job. Yeah. What do you do about it? There's nothing you can do about it. You can't block him unless Zimmer was like, I'll just step down and be D coordinator. Yeah. Which, which would be awkward as shit and would never happen. And Stefanski might be like, yeah, I don't want to do that because then now it's like, who's the head coach? It's just going to suck when we lose Stefanski. Yeah. Uh, unless we win a Super Bowl and then who gives a fuck? We're going to just promote Kubiak. want the head coaching job? He's already took an interview with the Browns. He wants a head coaching job. he doesn't actually want it after being, (laughs) you know, offensive coordinator for the year? What if we win a Super Bowl and he pulls a Josh McDaniels and goes, yeah, I'm all right. He might not have the right opportunity. We might get lucky. Yeah, but what if he doesn't want to go to the Browns? What if the Falcons fire Dan Quinn? Would you want to go to Atlanta right now in that shit show? Yeah, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. I'm fine. You think you Devontae think Freeman? Freeman. That's right. Like, Edo Smith looks solid. Defense has Deion Jones. Defense wasn't good. Back you know in what their problem is? Either. Dan Quinn. Yeah, their coaching is dog shit. Stefanski, like, I now right, would he want to go Deion to the Jones, Keanu Neal? That's Grady Jarrett. Grady Jarrett. Trufant. Desmond Trufant. I mean, I, that's right. Dan Quinn just fucking sucks. Yeah, I I think. He wouldn't want to go to the Redskins because if you have yeah, any that, sort of a that's brain, that's the one I should have said. <laughs> that's where you wouldn't want to go. But I just, I just can't see a scenario if we keep this up where he doesn't get a head coaching job. For him to get a head coaching interview with the Browns already after three, four games of calling plays, yeah, I, I mean, it's clear that the league thinks highly of him. So, yeah, well, I mean, just look at his resume. Look how he's worked his way up. No and coach was like, get rid of this guy. Yeah. Like all the way from Childress. To Zimmer. To Zimmer. All of them. Captain Childress, Frazier. I'm missing one. No, it's Childress, Frazier, Zimmer. But it's all the offensive coordinators that turn over with Zimmer. I mean, you have Norv, you have Shermer, you have DiFilippo. Oh, all of them all kept the him. Guys they like, could have been like, unless Zimmer was like, no, or whatever. But like, you'd think they could have been like, hey, I don't need this guy around. Like, I don't Well, Zimmer him. could have easily said, no, I don't need this guy around. Yeah. So, But he's like, no, I want... He's been here for six years already. He must be doing. Pat Shermer up. wanted him as his OC right away. Like bring this guy over to New York with him. No yeah. way to block him. True. <sighs> you know, but Stefanski, as far as the Lions game, this dude's flawless. a beast. This, yeah, flawless. He's I mean, ca- he's calling plays and Kirk's going, oh yeah, Kirk's yeah, Kirk's oh, yeah. just getting excited. Oh yeah, okay, I like this one. How about that? Uh, what was that? Third and two at the end of the game. 
you know, dig 66 yarder. That second into second into it. Second into I don't even think it was two. I think it was like second and six. Oh, I thought it was a lot. I thought it was. I think it was shorter. But anyways, I was like looking at the score and looking at the timeouts, going, "This is going to be typical fucking." I said we needed two t- two first downs, and we weren't going to get it because they were stacking the box. And it's like this is going to be typical, you know, playing the clock and like run, run, run. Okay, they burned all three timeouts. But now we're sitting there going like, oh my gosh, we're up five and they have the ball with plenty of time. Because if they use their timeouts, they probably have over two minutes left. It's like, and you got uh, seals nothing. Chris Spielman or uh, Brandon Gatton, whichever announcer was like uh, circling the Lions, talking about how they've got like yeah. eight men in the box and everything. It's like I was sitting there counting. I'm like, God, look, I'm just looking at it, like, where are we going to go with this ball? And then I was like, oh. We'll just go over the top of them. <laughs> well, they, we're not gonna get. We're not gonna run through that wall, but we can go over it. It was <laughs> such a good play call. Like you just go for the throat instead of like, well, you know, this is what you know traditionally you would do is just make them burn their timeouts and punt it and play defense. Like, I feel like Zimmer was like, my defense is playing like shit. We've given up thirty points. Let's let the offense win this game. And also, like, with the way, where the hell was I going with that? Now I lost it. Should it was did it have anything to do with traditional football? No, nah, I don't know. Probably, but I just like, oh no, it was with his press conference. Did you hear what they, they asked him? No. What was with that play call? And he goes, "We didn't come here to cower." That's what Zimmer <laughs> said. Like we gotta go for the win. It's like just if it's Diggs, literally one on one with nobody else out there. How like all he had to do, which is what he did, is just like throw it up. Yeah. Throw it to a spot. You're over there. He like, go get it. He did it perfectly. Just sort of lobbed it up. It was underthrown, but it had like that's what you want. You don't that, want. Yeah, to, that was like, better because then the D back kind of yeah, kind of stop ahead. and kind of run back, and all of a sudden, you know, the it, worst case scenario is you like try to be perfect with it and you overthrow him, and now you've stopped the clock. Now it's third and whatever. Uh, uh, I mean, the only way the uh, D back is making a play on that is if he's getting pass interference. Absolutely, yeah, he's gonna like run through digs or something. It just it was. It was something I didn't expect, and it's something that like really makes me feel good about like the aggressiveness of like how we're gonna be. And it just goes to show you that all these people claiming Mike Zimmer only wants to run the ball, which was such a bullshit straw man. Like it was taking the whole I want to run more than five times a game, and then like flipping it and trying to act like, oh, this guy only wants to run. He never wants to pass. He's such a fool. I want to run the ball more when I'm averaging nine and a half yards per carry and only four and a a half yards per attempt. Mm -hmm. Even after the first game of the year, he was like, yeah, we ran a ton this game. Like, I'm fine with this. Like, this works for me. But, like, there will be games where we need to pass. Like, how whatever it takes, whatever it takes to score. And, like, this game was, like, the perfect – we didn't just throw the ball. Like, Cook had another 100-yard game. I mean, he had, like – I don't know. The stat came up and he had, like, 86 yards at one point. I'm like – yeah, I looked at Nick and I go, God, he's like quietly almost it, has 100 yards right now. It was a super quiet, I mean, his long was 23. Yeah, it, it's because, I mean, it's not like he was getting 20 yards at a time. It's because he was getting, you know, six or seven. Yep. And then, like, he would, you know, be surrounded and he'd get four yards out of it instead of minus three. Which he did a bunch. Yeah, just turning nothing sweet. into something. Even that game ceiling touchdown was like, oh, he got stuff and all of a sudden he's a touchdown. I was like, the hell just happened here? No. But I just think Stefanski's so good at keeping the defense off balance, running it, play action. Just this is like the best play calling since I don't know. Like I don't even know. I just feel like these last two games. So these last two games specifically, like the Philly game and this game, like the guy even said to start the game, it's like you throw it to open up the run, and it's like 
at this point, people are so scared to cook that it's almost like the uh, Favre year, yep. where Peterson kind of took like a back seat, but still ended up with like 1,600 yards rushing. Yep. But it sort of felt like Favre's team. It's kind of what like against these type of teams that you need to do. It's like if they're going to sit and worry about cook the whole time, just play action, play action, play action. Yep. And sooner or later, you know, week 13, 14, after everyone's tired of getting yeah. know, thrown on, they're going to, you know, sit back and all of a sudden Cook's going to have, you know, a 180, another 180-yard 180 yeah. game. He had 142 yards, and I don't even remember it. I, I know. Like like I said, it was just like a bunch of, like, turning nothing into four yeah. or six yards. a couple yards. where he, like, just bounced and ran to the outside. He's faster He's than He's got that just extra gear going around the corner. Yeah. So, I don't know. Kevin Stefanski, fantastic uh Coach, oh. I'm a little upset now that we hired Filippo last year. You know, I've been upset. You know, not when it happened. Then when it happened, we're like, "Oh, cool, we got this Philly guy." But like, after just I, wonder what could have been last year if we have stuck you with got that momentum after the championship. Yeah, season. and you stick it, keep it moving forward. But like, you know, we talked about in 2009, we kept it all together, and 2010 was a disaster. So we were kind of like, "Oh, it's nice that they didn't just stand pat." We went out and we tried to improve. Like, we just tried a new thing. We picked know? the wrong guy, yeah. and we picked the wrong like. Maybe he's fine with someone else. Maybe him and Gardner Mishu will have you know a fairy tale ending together. But he wasn't right with Kirk, and it wasn't right with the offensive line. Like this scheme that Stefanski runs is in Kubiak. You know, I know it's a lot of it's Kubiak too, but like it protects our offensive line so much better with all the bootlegs. It's like just less seven step drops. Just like, oh, right, Reef, protect the blind side for four seconds. So there's like almost none of that. Yeah. And, and I think it helps a lot. And that this Kubiak scheme, I mean, it made Matt Schaub look phenomenal. Matt Schaub, who's still in the league. Yeah, that's always – I mean, I feel like last year he played a little, and I was like, what's he still doing around? I was blown away. Matt Ryan got hurt, <laughs> and I look over. I think it was Cam, and I go, who's their backup? He goes, Matt Schaub. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Matt Schaub is Matt Schaub was good in like 2006. He's like Aaron Foster, Andre Johnson years. Like those guys are long gone now. It's like crazy to me. Um, Holy cow, it was only like the Foster and Johnson. Feels like he was good in like 2006. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, he was good for like one year and then he was like, okay. There was like, I don't know. I feel like he was good for like three years. Yeah, three years maybe, yeah. They never really did much though. Because he started in Atlanta, right? Yeah, I think he started in Atlanta and they traded him. Yeah, because like he was like he the was next the, big, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, he was the like a, heir to the throne until they uh, got Matt Ryan. Was he a Vic backup? Yes. Yeah, and I think it was always like, oh, he's he was like one of them like Kevin Cobb backups. That's like, oh, this guy's stuck behind someone, but he's gonna be good if you give him a chance. Oh. And then it's like, oh wait, never mind. He's I mean, he's better than Kevin Cobb, but one of those types. All those Andy Reid backups, all those Packer backups. You know, like Hasselback and uh, Mark Matt Brunel. Flynn. Matt well, Matt Flynn was one of the bad ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, you think, well, well, and you, like. Uh, he compares to like the uh, Grappolo or Brissett. I yep, know those, yep, are, those, those are those are probably same, better, yeah, similar, yeah. But those like are the, that, ones. Yeah. Well, the backup, the coveted that's what backup. he was, yeah, and the coveted like he, backup. And, yeah. and you trade for him because I don't know if I'm going to be able to get him in free agency. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to lose out on this guy. And uh, the Texans, who always had trouble at quarterback, they were they were suckers. <laughs> one of those teams that was always held back by the quarterback, kind of like the Bears and us for lost. 25. Besides the Favre year. Well, going back to Maybe Tarkington. the Culpepper year. Um, and, and the Cunningham year. You think if Stefanski leaves, we just either promote Clint Kubiak or Gary Kubiak? I think it's got to be one of those two. Don't you think they just stick with like this exact offense and they just bring... I would think the younger guy and then the dad is still like the overseer. Yeah, I, w- I would think. Because he's just like uh, an offensive advisor or something Yeah, so like I don't that. know exactly I how. Th- and I feel like he... I think it's... Kind of what he wants because I don't think he's here full time. Yeah, um, that's, I think that is 
part of it. So maybe he would. And it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I mean, I'll probably be more involved now since it's my son. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's a two for one right there. Maybe we're just getting ahead of ourselves. Maybe Pat Sherman will be fired and we'll just resign him. Maybe. <laughs> maybe Stefanski will pull a McDaniels and it's not want to leave. Us. Okay, yeah. Let's let's worry about that when it happens. You know, let's just hope he keeps coaching is good enough for us to have to worry about that. Uh, fact. Um, uh, who's your next tag? We talked about him a little already. Uh, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook. Uh, just because just, just pencil him in every week. Uh, in pen. In, in yeah, permanent marker. Yeah, take yourself a marker. And when you uh, keep your notes for this week's show or every week's show, just start with Dalvin. Yeah. Just know he's going to be on there. Five games over 100 yards. The only one he didn't, I think, was the Bears game. Yep. He's the only running back in the league to do so. Leads the league in Leads rushing. Leads the league in rushing. Two touchdowns, too. That game ceiling one was ridiculous. I know we mentioned it, but, like, he looks stuffed. And then it was like, oh, cool, he bounced it. He's going to get, like, two yards. And then he just cuts in on that guy. No, and he's like, oh, here's the end zone. The uh, Also, the third and two, which is back to the play calling, ridiculously good. The one – so we do the fake uh, jet sweep and then hand it to C.J. Ham and fake the, the pitch. C.J. Ham gets, like, seven yards. Beautiful play call. No. And then later on, it's third and two again. Fake the jet sweep. This time we fake the fullback dive and flip it to Cook. And Cook easily burns it. And it's like, oh, he's going to get three yards in the first down. Nope. Cuts it up fielding. It's like another 15 yards. It was like, oh. how did he do that? It's and, like it's like a magician back there. It's ridiculous. And he, somebody said, maybe it was in last week's game, they were talking about how, uh, how Delvin Cook was telling them he, he learned all these moves and how to move like this because he had such a small backyard growing up. Oh, yeah. That he had to just cut. People started figuring out his moves, so he had to come up with new ones that would work. And... <laughs> Juke in small spaces. That is, like, what he does. It's like he – there's times where it's like there's no room there to do anything. And somehow he's, like, just weaves. Squeeze, and, yeah, there was just, one where he, he got – he, think, he thinks skinny and just gets yeah, high. It's – he's uh, – His balance is, like, bar none. Someone was asking Lieber this morning, would he rather have Peterson or Cook? And he played with Peterson. And he said, I'd rather have the all-around back. He's like, Peterson – yeah, he was like – on another world, like physicality and explosiveness, but couldn't catch. wasn't really a willing blocker. He's like, I would rather one, have Delvin Cook. One dimensional, yeah. And it, this, like, especially like in nowadays, yeah, exactly. You, you can't, you can't. I mean, I, that's why people have running back by committees because they don't get one guy that can do it all. Mm -hmm. Because there's not many like special one guys that can do it all. You you can get like one power back. One, like, receiving back. Mm -hmm. One guy who's a little more Something kind of like the, the Eagles with Jordan Howard, and then they have Miles Sanders. It's like, oh, here's a group of guys. But then they can kind of key on it. It's like, oh, Jordan Howard's in. Don't worry about him catching the ball. You no, know? He's either going to stay in and block or, or they're going to run. Yeah, dive play. And then even, like, just the scheme-wise, like, Peterson seems to be like, I want to be in that I-formation offense. That's it. And it's like, okay, well, not a lot of teams are running that anymore, dude. Like, luckily, you got, you're with Bill Callahan in Washington. Yeah, you so. will follow – if he gets a head coaching job anywhere else, like Peter, like I'm talking like after the season, like if he stays with Washington, Peterson will stay around until Callahan says, yeah, until Callahan comes. It's like I'll just lock in here. This will be interesting next week because Peterson's coming. You know, you think he's still got? I mean, the only the time he played us wasn't it the Saints? Yep. And he didn't get a lot of run, and Cook like went off, yeah. and he like he broke the record for most rushing yards in a rookie debut or something yep. like that. Uh, yeah. So. Yeah, that was awesome. So hopefully that happens. Hopefully they try to run Peterson twenty five times up the middle because <sighs> I'm not too concerned about it. No. Um, no. So Dalvin Cook, yeah, quality ball player. I will say for my second Teddy, this would be my yeah, second right. Be your second one. I'm gonna say that the tight ends, Rudy getting involved. Yeah. Drew, 
it, it, it was kind of annoyed me, like, listening to the comment, commenters. They're like, oh, Kyle Rudolph's only got, like, 10 catches coming into the year or coming into the game this year. I'm like, yeah, because he sucks. Like, let's, <laughs> let's not act like Kyle Rudolph is a good football player. And then it's like, one to Kyle, two to Kyle. Three to Kyle, four to Kyle. It's like what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I mean, sucks might be a little over over dramatic, but he they act like he is in the realm of like Ertz and Kelsey and Kittle. It's like no, no Rudolph's just kind of a really good possession tight end. Yeah, and if he didn't get a lot of catches, I think sorry, it's they were talking about him like while we're down fourteen seven and like down twenty one fourteen. Yeah, so I'm crabby, and <laughs> tired of hearing Rudolph. It's like he's gonna get you four yards every time. Shut the hell up. Uh, he had a good game though. Got a touchdown, which is good. Everyone's kind of getting theirs now. And then Irv Smith. That he, guy's really good. Like they were talking about how the Lions play a lot of man coverage, and early on in the game, it was like they tried to man him up with someone, and he just burned him for that like long cr- crossing pattern. Yeah, he had, a, he had a bunch of nice catches, and I wonder if that was like. Kind of what we tried to do, because I know the Lions linebackers like aren't very good in coverage. Oh, yeah. And maybe that's just a mismatch. We were just looking to take advantage. Of I bet it was. You know, and it's like oh, like we've got a really athletic tight end. Let's run the crosser over middle. Make you know, let them do go one on one with these linebackers. Well, if they're going to try you? to cover digs and dealing with two guys, or if they're going to try to man up on people, like yeah, use your super athletic young tight end to make these plays he it's just nice to see because he's had like a couple good catches here and there but it's like okay i'm kind of waiting for Ersmith to be more involved i get it he's a young tight end so a lot of times they don't do anything but like tj hawkinson which uh, just played him i mean he's he's done like he had a yeah. really good week one was game. really good and i know yeah, he's yeah. kind of been banged up but yeah. like everyone expected him to like come in and immediately be mm-hmm. like and he's drunk. older than even Irv yeah. smith like Irv smith's really young for his age so. who's the youngest player in the draft Irv smith yeah yeah, yeah. so he had five catches for 60 yards Pretty damn good. And he only had 10 catches. He, he as well only had like 10 catches. Yeah, he only had here. a few here and there. R- Rudolph's uh, five catches for 58 yards and a touchdown. So almost identical numbers. Rudolph with the touchdown, though. No. And then, I mean, just to go even beyond that, CJ Ham had a touchdown, had a nice run. If you want to just get all the, the role players, Ola BC Johnson looks. All I the mean, BC Johnson. All the BC had to fill in for Thielen for pretty much three quarters and looked fantastic. Nope. Yep. I mean, the only one time I thought maybe there was something like a miscommunication was there was like a deep out, and Kirk either threw it too early or he wasn't in the right spot, and it was a third down, and we like it was another good play call because Ola BC was open, the ball just wasn't where BC was, so I don't know who kind of screwed that up, but he had four catches, forty yards, and a touchdown. I mean, and he drew up very big pass interference in the end zone, which I. Loved to hear the Lions fans booing. That was oh. fantastic. They were so salty from yeah, last that week. That was clearly pass interference. He pu- the the biggest thing is he pushes them out of bounds. Yeah, you well, made him an ineligible receiver. When when the uh, when the announcers talked about him being out of bounds and being ineligible, I'm like, if you're going to call that and not pass interference, I'm going to lose my shit. Yeah. Luckily, the announcers were all like, you know, I know these Lions fans are upset about last week, but these are the rules. These are the rules. Like, it was a blatant pass interference. Come on. Let's yep, be, like let's be it, real it would have been defensive holding if it wasn't in the back of the end zone and yeah. in the front. And you, know? you can't just push a guy out of bounds and make him ineligible. Yeah. So sorry, um, but yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah. So tight ends, fullbacks. Uh, speaking of tight ends, though, David Morgan. I don't know if we talked about it last week. No, we did not. He is uh, officially on IR for the rest of the season, and his contract will toll. Yeah, in so the we next year. get so, him for another year. Yep, which is I guess a little benefit of not having him this year. I don't know. 
I guess you either – I mean, we're keeping four right now. Isn't Brandon Dillon still on the active? No, I believe or do we back on practice, practice squad. So, I mean, we're willing to keep four, so I guess you could keep Conklin and him. But or if you cut Rudolph, it's a luxury that oh, you don't have to pay for. You're right. I think we do need to cut Rudolph anyways, money-wise. Yeah. So, yeah, then you would have uh, But I believe – and I wonder, does his contract stay at 720? I it, saw it in a stat. It goes up because it he's making to, minimum. Yep, so it goes up to the seven thirty five. Yeah. It's fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, he's he's basically peanuts. So yeah. nice little thing. Uh two you know, we're not gonna have him the rest of this year, but is what it is. Well, uh, offense seems to be doing just fine without him. Yeah. Well and like coaches and stuff are praising like Rudolph's blocking, like he's actually like taking to it this year. Yeah, so Zimmer, Zimmer called it his best year blocking since he's been around. Mm-hmm. Which is I mean, and Rudolph's been not getting the ball and not bitching, so it's Seems good. Uh, you have a third. Eric Hendricks. Eric Hendricks. Wow. This guy is. He made so many plays. The fourth the fourth and two. Fourth and two. Also, I love that we just completely were like, you're not running it, and we blanketed Eric Wilson. I don't know who the corner was out there, but they, or, and I think Harrison Smith might have been out there too. Just no one was open in the flats, and then he just tried to fit it in, and Kendricks just nope. right there. No thanks. Just bats it down. He's been playing so good. I think he led the team in tackles, too, if I was reading this thing right, but I don't know where it went. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, so he's, I think he's the... Yeah, 12 tackles, well, they have six assists and six tackles, so he's, which next closest was seven. So he's just been a beast this year. He's uh, tied for the league lead in pass breakups in the entire league. Not just linebackers. Not just linebackers. He's with tied with... Jair Alexander, the Packers... Rising star cornerback. Yeah, star corner. Cornerback. Yeah. So, I mean, the and man's he's, unbelievable. He's he, been a beast in the run. He's been, I mean, he's been blowing up plays left and right. So, yeah. He's playing like he did two years ago. Plus, he's a, he's a fantastic guy. He redid his contract to make a little cap space. You yep. know? He's got a nice, cute little pug. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Eric Hendricks, the yeah, only. I'm sure he loves his mama. <laughs> <laughs> one of the few guys that came to play on defense. Uh, this week, so yeah, there there were not many, not many. Um, do I have one more? Hmm. I mean, I feel like I should. Uh, I wanted I I wanted to say like Irv Smith and all of BC Johnson, but you just threw in role players and role players. Like, like, you know oh. what I'm gonna say? Offensive line. This might be their best performance. Yeah. No sacks. Run run game work rate, pass game work rate. Brian O'Neill, beast. Yeah, Bradbury's very good. steadily improving. He seemed to have a really good game. Uh, Klein is so much of a better pickup than fucking Compton was. Oh, than Compton. Or, I don't know, Remmers or any of them. Like, Josh Klein seems like a, a, a very good right guard. Like, he's nothing, he's not like some road grader or anything, but he's, when he's in there, it's a clear difference between him and Dozier. Yeah. It's like, oh, here's an actual good player. So well, it seems like money well spent there. Yeah, like, like I mean, he's, he's the third best offensive lineman on our team. And we were saying, like, he's a good, like, fourth. Or like yeah, guy. yeah. We can obviously still improve, but like he's a starting caliber lineman. For three years, we we have him under contract, right? Yeah, it was a three, three year years, deal, yeah, sixteen million dollars mm-hmm. or whatever. So I mean, like that's nice. We we don't have to go looking for three offensive linemen next year. Yeah. We just have to go looking for potentially two. Yeah. If and my guess is they they're probably still attached to offline. They seem to like him. They'll probably keep him around. But I think Reef stays. Not that he's playing bad, but his contract is like you're a top line left tackle. Not even a top, but like 
we don't have a lot of money and you make a lot of money and you're kind of average. So. You're, you're kind of average and, I don't know, this Grapes guy seems to have a hard on for Rashad Hill, so yeah. maybe we'll give him a chance. No, I <laughs> Rashad Hill, bring, I mean, I don't, I don't know at this point if there is a huge difference between the two. That's what I'm saying. And the man. problem is I think they make about there's, $8 million I was just going to say, that, yeah, there's like an $8 million difference. So, Who cares? Um, I mean, I would say everyone on the offense gets a Teddy. Yeah. Everyone, I mean, on, I mean, can you think? There's no sex, so you can't even like beat up on Elf line for Yeah, it. I thought Madison might have had his worst game. Not that it was his fault, but he, when I do look at the stats right now, seven for 18, 2.6 a carry. Not great. Not that, again, not that. I know we had one run where I was a little annoyed that he like bounced it and he lost like four yards and was like, dude, you need to just go upfield. Um, He's a rookie. Leave him alone. <laughs> You're only mad at seven of 18 because he usually gets seven for 42. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's his worst game as a pro, okay? He set the bar too high, you know? Uh, so, yeah, should we uh, – I mean, that's – we want to talk Teddies? We did talk Teddies. Let's talk Troys. Yeah, let's take a break real quick. All right. All right, welcome back. Uh, we'll hop into our Troys right away, um, which which is rare for a win. I've got, I've got three. Yeah, I feel like there was enough – I mean, really, the defense played like crap most of the game, so, like, there's – for our other wins, it was kind of like everyone played pretty well. This one, there's like definitely people that did not show up. Yep. Um, I'll start with my big one, Xavier Rhodes. I think most people's big ones. Man, he is struggling. He's very bad this year. I sent you and like four other people the same text, like just leave his ass at Ford Field. Like don't even come home. So many times it's like first he starts off with that pass interference, which was like, what are you doing? Like nope. you're not, you have good coverage. Why are you like sh- not looking for the ball? You're like pushing him out of bounds. Horrible job. Then he gets beat for the touchdowns, and they're all back shoulder fades where he just doesn't look back for the ball. So he throws his arm out there, but it's like you don't. You're you're just hoping to get lucky and swat it. You yeah. have no idea where the ball is, and he. He looked so mad after the last one. It's like, oh, who yeah. are you mad at? I hope you're mad at yourself. Yeah, because like, are you mad that are you mad that the Vikings are putting you in a bad position? Because like, that's something where that's something you should be used to by now. Like, you you're should be a, used to not having much help. Yeah, you're on if an, any, especially on the goal line there. They throw a back shoulder fade. Like, just yeah, you're on Marvin it. Jones. Like, I if you see that fade coming, like as soon as he jumps up for the ball, please just shove him. Grab him, hold him, do something. Like, do yeah. not let him just destroy you like that. He played the lowest percentage of snaps that he's played as a Viking, like since he's been like a starter under, uh, under Zimmer, or just oh, just in general. Just as, in general, he played seventy five percent of the snaps that game. Uh, Mac Alexander played eighty. Trey Wayne's played eighty six. Mike Hughes played forty five. So, I mean, they definitely. Ro- I mean, they rotated him up more than Wayne's. Who I don't think Wayne's had that great of a game. No, either. he didn't do much better either. He yeah. missed that tackle on the first mm-hmm. Marvin Jones touchdown. Yeah, um, and then even Hughes gave up the other Marvin Jones touchdown. And there's four of them. I think was it Rhodes two, Rhodes one Wayne's, two. and one Hughes. Yeah. Hughes is kind of the same way. It's like I, he just didn't look back soon enough, so he was like swatting. That was, was the one at, right before half. Yeah, he let him get inside position, and they just sort of just he just boxed him out, you know. Yep. But yeah, man, Rhodes like I, I don't know what you do with this guy. He, I don't even think you can play him seventy five percent of the snaps every week anymore. It's yeah, I think you rotate Hughes in even more. Let him play a more outside corner. I don't know. Holton Hill's Holton coming Hill. back. What does he have? Two more games out. Yep, he's out till week eight. So we're we're at through, five and two through week eight, right? Yeah, yeah. So just one after more. the Chiefs game. No, after the Redskins game because that'll be week eight. That'll be six and two. Yeah, that's eight games. Or four, five, and three. You know, the revenge of Peterson. 
So it's eight games regardless, though. Yeah, but I so mean, he's we, back for the Chiefs game. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, ten days out, he gets ten days to practice with us before. The that Chiefs. works out well. Yeah, it does. I wonder how much they're going to use him. I kind of thought like when he comes back, he's barely going to play. I think he's going to play a little more than I thought. I, I think right off the bat, it might. I mean, depending on how the Chiefs game go, if it's a blowout one way or the other, it might be more. But I think if we're in it, it's probably going to sit around like fifteen. Yeah, and then maybe, maybe less, mm-hmm. but maybe not. It might I mean, he's just like eight. pure outside corner, so he's a good guy to just rotate for wins. And, and, and he's got that. He's got the same kind of like. Not really build, but he's he's tall and lanky, kind of like Rhodes. He's just not as big. Yeah, um, probably faster he than Rhodes ever been. Played well last year as a, as, as an a, undrafted rookie. Yeah, you know, J. J-, J- uh, Ron Curse did not play a defensive snap. I did see that. Uh, but, someone had a good point though that it's like the way the receivers are for the Lions. They're like faster and less physical. I mean, Galladay's a big physical guy, but he's the starting outside guy. They don't have like that inside, like you know, Muhammad's a new type that's like gonna. Yeah. Try to out physical you, or even like I mean Hawkinson. I I don't know. I think and you're not gonna. I mean, if they're playing, if they're playing dime with yeah, like the Detroit's receivers, and I don't know. I'd rather stick like Bar on Hawkinson. I think yeah, or Kendricks. And I think we kind of thought like Mac and Hughes are a little better than bringing J. Ron Curse out. But I don't know. Our red zone defense was so bad. It's like maybe get that package back in there. I don't know. Maybe the six four wingspan. It just yeah. It just clouds up a zone so good. I don't. know. I don't know. Uh, but uh, fucking Rhodes, man. So bad. He's been bad a lot this year, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's funny because our defense is pretty good. But if you could have just stopped giving up all those touchdowns, like give up, even turn two of those into field goals, it's a blowout. Yeah. You know? and, but they did it to us, too. Like, they never gave We Would we try one field goal? Yeah. So And, oh, still got to pay him, like, $12 million next year. I think him, he's a prime candidate to be, like, either traded or him, maybe cut. Reef, Rudolph. Yeah. Maybe Linval. Yeah. But I mean if if you're cutting Rhodes, maybe you don't have to cut Joseph at this point. Yeah, because before the year it was like, you know, Rudolph Reef and Reef Joseph, and yeah. Joseph. Yeah. But now it's like, uh, I'd yeah. rather keep Joseph mm-hmm. to get rid of Rhodes. Yeah, I think it kinda of depends how like you end up filling that role. Like if you end up cutting Joseph and slide Stefan over and then draft a sweet three tech or sign someone like that i'm like okay that's fine but if you have like no replacement that's like okay i don't want to get rid of Joseph. kind of like almost like the rudolph thing this year it's like i don't want to just cut him to have cap space i want to like use it for something and if you're not gonna then i'd rather keep him you know but with the way Rhodes is playing man like i don't trade him for something i guess it's scary because he's like he's only 29 like i mean i guess you know, maybe bigger corners like him yeah, don't have I mean, the longevity. Once he loses that speed, I guess. But, like, Richard Sherman's still going, like, really good. And he had a torn and whatever. Achilles? Achilles, yeah. And he's bouncing back. looks great. I guess the biggest problem with trading Rozo is that Waynes is a free agent. Mac is a free agent. So now it's like, okay. Well, I think with Sherman, I think he, uh, he's more of a zone guy, not really man anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, like, maybe that's something, you know. But, see, zone isn't really our scheme. No. So, especially not Rhodes. Yeah, so, like. He can go find a home. Maybe in like Kansas trade City. him somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you see Marcus Peters already had a pick six. Right yeah, away. I did. I did. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, let me think for a Treadwell. Oh, wait. My bad. My bad. He's on the team. A Troy. A Troy. I'm going to go with uh, – hmm. you have three, huh? I have three. Why don't you just throw in another one? Um, I'm trying to figure out which one I tie. Uh, just this one's a kind of a short one, I would think. Uh, Stephon Diggs. 
Oh, oh, I was totally gonna say that one too. Yep. Damn it! Yeah, yep. dropped another fucking ball. Dropped. He dropped one and fumbled again. And fumbled again. What is his deal? And it's funny, seven for like one thirty, and, and the, the drop was a touchdown. Oh, it was such a good throw, just a beauty on third down, yep. right in the bucket. And he just he didn't even like bring his hands together. No, it was a big gap. It hit him. Did it hit him in one hand, and the oh. other hand was nowhere near yeah, it? Yeah, it was weird. It's like he just never got a good read on it. But like, it's for again for someone. That didn't drop a ball all last year. What is going on? Got to put in your contacts on game days. To yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they secure that ball. Like, those slants, he's just catching it and then immediately fumbling it. Yep. That I was a very good play by Coleman because, like, Diggs had it. it. It looked like it was, you know, high and tight. Maybe I, he, maybe he needs to do something different on slants. It's the second time it's happened where it's like he gets it, tries to put it away, and the guy beats it out of and, it. And maybe he should, like, usually, you know, he does the right thing. He puts it to, like, the end zone yeah. side of the body. Maybe he's got to switch it around to yeah. the inside. Maybe just, yep, just cradle just it and just start running get, get until yourself. you know, like, that corner's off of you. Almost like it's like you just assume he's going to hit you right away because you're running a slant. He's right next to you. Yeah, that's but, like, true. maybe if he's not, then you then you can bring it out, you know. I was afraid he was going to fumble on that bomb at the end of the game like i was like oh this guy's catching up to him because he was like running out of gas yep. but the guy mistakenly like started touching his back it's like dude you should have just went like bar style yeah, remember that falcon one where like uh tevin coleman was like way downfield and bar came charging up and popped it loose because like yep. the dude had no idea bar was there well like as soon as he started touching his back digs yeah brought the ball up high high up by his chest and just sort of like all right tackle me yep, tackle me or i'm running in yep so uh but yeah digs man that touchdown would have been just a dagger of a touchdown, like, for Kirk. Oh. And he ended up getting the fourth one to Rudolph. But, like, imagine if he had five. I mean, I don't know. It just would have been sick. Did you see uh, Jeff Bidet on Twitter? Uh, Said uh, uh, after saw. after the touchdown drop, uh, the fan favorite Jeff Bidet. Uh, oh, yeah. He was like, still four, loves the Vikings. Four, 14's going to come back and ice the game. Or something like that. Yeah. Then he catches the bomb. And then literally, he the bomb, yeah. Literally ices the game. <laughs> yep. Did you see his – it must be his brother, Trayvon. Trayvon Diggs. Had a uh, recovery for a touchdown. Did he? Where was he playing? Uh, he plays at Alabama. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I just saw him making fun of Diggs for running out of gas on that long one. He was like, where's the turbo? Because oh. <laughs> he just literally gets caught from behind. <laughs> I was like, yep. I didn't know he was in college. I thought he was like just a shitty Diggs player. No, no, no. He's, uh, he's like – Alabama's number one cornerback. He's getting like he's like a first round grade. He's he's six two corner. He, yeah, he runs oh, like shit, a huh? low four four speed. Wow, let's like, get him. The, yeah, Zimmer's getting ready for another corner. He's hungry. he's getting ready for another digs on his team too. Yeah, we're gonna get some comp picks for Trey Waynes and Mac, and we're gonna bring another digs aboard. Uh, oh, and uh, actually on Twitter, I saw last night on the Simpsons uh, <laughs> they did their Treehouse of Horror thing, and Homer turns into a football player. Uh, turns his body into like a football player, and he's wearing a red number seven Diggs jersey. And Alabama Diggs wears oh, number seven. Okay, okay. So even you know people are starting to know this Trayvon Diggs kind of fella. I'm gonna go see him live and in person using uh, vivid seats. Using vivid know, seats. Promo code overtime. Yep. Um, but uh, but yeah uh, yeah. What's his deal, man? Every week it's like good game, but also what the hell was that crap? Diggs, all, his brother also said, like, uh, you owe me one or something like that, like, right after the drop. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Calling him out. Yeah, so he was probably, I mean, Trayvon, his brother, was probably talking shit about all of his drops lately, and he's, they must have made a bet on, like, you know, if you drop another ball, you owe me something. Probably a grand. Because oh, yeah, he's a college player. <laughs> I need some food. It's, it is just crazy. 
Guy didn't drop a ball last year. Just he's probably dropped six, eight, six, eight, I mean, somewhere between five and eight. He's yep. dropped, fumbled twice, tried to quit the team. Get your head on, man. You are on the Troys with seven and hundred forty. He was on the Troys last week with three touchdowns because <laughs> he caused an interception at Sendejo. Yep. The only blemish on the last three games of Kirk Cousins is that one interception. You look at his season long stats, Kirk. It's like. He's really good already. Like the at first, you know, it was just kind of like lousy because of the volume wasn't there. The last three games, he's like ten touchdowns and one pick, so it's just immediately like, oh wait, oh, yeah, there's Kirk. those Kirk Cousins stats we end with. Yep. And but, I mean, even even Diggs numbers are Diggs numbers are really good, re- respectable. Yeah. Now he's just got Probably like close cluttered. to 500 yards, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Thielen's getting a touchdown. If he wouldn't got hurt, he would have got plenty of yards. I mean, BC ended up with like <laughs> 50 yards. Um. So another uh, Troy. I'm gonna say Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer. I feel like, well, Zimmer's defense. Oh, yeah. Well, I know what you're going for. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he does anything I, I, with the I, offense. I, I didn't even like, didn't even like think of just throwing that one on. Because when I see him, it's mostly what'd you do on defense. Like uh, I just, I felt like he. I mean, they for the most part they could score at will. I mean, a lot miscommunications, and I, it's, it, I don't know if it. I, I don't know. I feel like blitz him more or something. Maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just the players weren't executing, but just didn't seem like. How do you give up thirty points? To a team that like Kerryon Johnson got hurt early, I don't know. Like it's Galladay and Marvin Lions. Jones isn't that intimidating. And Galladay had what twenty nine yards? Yeah, literally just Marvin Jones shredded up. And Danny Mandola had like he had that one eighty long. some yards, but like well, he had that one where he was wide open. Yeah, I don't, how did I don't, how does that happen? That one, the end around they did on third down, that like Harrison Smith and Mack were on the wrong side. Yep, yeah, um, just some like I don't know. It just didn't seem like they brought it like they should, and I don't. When the whole defense plays bad, I don't know who to blame, so I blame Zimmer. No, yeah, I, I don't disagree with it. I guess the whole defense, like I would say, Kendrick's played good. That was a, yeah. And then maybe I don't even think it was Griffin and Hunter's very best games. They each had a sack, but like I didn't feel like we get nearly enough pressure on him at all. No, yeah. so not great. Trey Wayne's had a bad game. Anthony Harris gave up a deep pass. They all, yeah. Kind Besides of Kendrick's, they all either played like okay or bad. I mean, I don't even remember most, seeing Barr. It was the most uh, points we gave up all year, thirty. Um, the uh, and like we're lucky that the offense played as well as they did because how many times like I want I would like to know Zimmer's record on yeah. when his defense gives up thirty. Yeah, it's probably terrible. It probably is because usually it's the strength of his team, and yeah, I just it his defense didn't show up so. I mean, next week, he's got Keenum, Peterson. Who's uh, their starting receivers? Terry McLaurin? No. Yep. Uh, Paul Richardson? Sure. Um, that team sucks. Yeah. Who's their tight end? You get Vernon Davis? Because Jordan yeah. Reed's like, should probably retire at some point. Uh, Trent well, he's on IR. Is, oh, he's is on he? IR. Just Another concussion. Tire, dude. Another Reed's concussion. Trent um, Williams is holding out still. I believe it's Eric Flowers playing left tackle. Yeah, like we so should annihilate eat. these guys. Un- like, I feel like if we don't annihilate them, I'm going to be upset. Like, yep. what? Why should this game be close at all? At least the 49ers had the excuse of like it was pouring rain, so we couldn't move the ball. Yeah, and we still shut them out. So, yep. uh, so Zimmer, Troy, Zimmer. who do you got? Everson Griffin, Troy, Troy. Okay, two or three penalties. Yep. Well, the um, one that Detroit should have been pissed about, where he jumps off sides and then they blow the play dead. Yeah. It's like either you blow it dead because he's unabated. Well, Griffin jumped off and then was going back. And he just stopped. Yeah, he stopped. He wasn't unabated. He stopped. And then you otherwise you could maybe call it because the tackle moves. 
tackle didn't move. So they just blew it dead for no reason. Like, oh. I understand why their fans are pissed on that one. Like, that should be a free play, and they should get one free shot at the end zone, you know? Yeah. But we didn't, so it didn't kill us. But, yeah, Griffin did that again. Well, didn't he get a uh, – was it a hands to the face? No, he hit, the, he hit Stafford in the head. Yeah, he hit Stafford in the head. And, like, it's not – and it's not like, oh, it was a close play, he's going to get the ball. The ball was, like, three yard. like, I don't know. It was gone. It was gone. And he, like, slapped keep, him upside the yeah, head. Yeah, keep your hands to yourself. Yeah. I thought at first they were calling it for legal hands to the, the uh, lineman, and I was like, eh, ticky-tack, like his hand went up and then down. Yeah. And then the last replay they showed, yeah, he just, like, slapped Stafford upside the head. Yeah. But then the announcer blamed him for the next, the roughing the passer, which was clearly Anthony Barr. That's right, that's right. Yeah, they called Griffin's number, but Barr, like, just lit up Stafford. Barr, yeah. like, And I don't even know if that's, like, lit that up That felt to me like a, the Lions fans are really getting on our case it was close. Throw Let's bone. throw him yeah. a bone here. And then they got the right before half touchdown, which is bullshit. But, yeah, I and even beyond the penalties with Griffin, I just don't think he had one of his better games. He no. got one sack, which was fine, but it one, like it was more of a coverage. Like, he came around, got pressure, and then Stafford, like, went underneath him yeah. and had nowhere to go and then, like, ran back into him, which was – it was one good play, but it didn't feel like some of the other games – where it's like Hunter Griffin just swarming them. It like, just felt I like, see, like like his spin move kind of got like Deckers yep. kind of seemed like he knew it was coming. Yeah, he was like studied it up and maybe kind of saw a tell or something because he was ready for it. Yep. I was watching, I don't know if it was the four o'clock game or the or the Sunday night game, and the announcer was talking about a DN and was like, I don't think there's a better DM with a better spin move than that in the league. I was just like, no, you're wrong. Was it's it, Everson Griffin, damn what, it. Were they talking about Demarcus Lawrence on the Cowboys? No, it wasn't Lawrence. Uh, was it Brandon Graham on the Eagles? No, see, I think that's why I think it was an so afternoon Thursday game. Thursday night, Cam Jordan on the Saints? Might have been Cam Jordan. I think it might have been Cam Jordan. Because it wasn't Khalil Mack, I know that. And Titans, it was Titans Chargers. Definitely wasn't one of those two teams. Uh, and then maybe the, Joey Bosa? No, it wasn't Bosa. And then what was the other game? Was it another really good game? Uh, Jadavian Clowney on the Seahawks? No, that was a noon game, wasn't it? No, that was a 3 o'clock Oh, game. Seahawks, Seahawks. I was thinking Seahawks. Texans. It was Clowney. It was Clowney. It was Clowney. Yep, 100% Clowney. And I was like, you know, I mean, I don't watch a ton of Clowney, so maybe he is a really good spin move, but I'm like, no. Everson Griffin. <laughs> Everson Griffin. Everson Griffin. But that's what they always do in those games. Like, you know, they watch Delvin Cook, and it's like, there's no back that's more elusive than Delvin Cook. And then the next week, it's like, there's no back more elusive than Elvin Kamara. It's yeah. just say that this dude's, you know, the hyperbole to like, yeah. whatever they're watching. Exactly. But yeah, he I He just agree. made a really good play. We're, yeah. That's, this is what I know. Griffin. Not a great game. I would say everyone had a below-average game besides Kendricks. Harrison Smith, maybe? I don't feel like he did bad, but I would say average. Well, they didn't make Matt, any plays. Yeah. Wayne's at least had the game-sealing pick. Yeah. It was something. T- t- little toe-tap, little toe-tap, but well, he also didn't play well. True. He got eaten alive. And that was an easy pick. Yeah, that was yeah. He threw the ball to you. That was yeah. classic Stafford. That's why Stafford, like people, are like would you rather have Stafford or Cousins? It's like I don't know, I like, throw them in the same boat. And I think I, I personally would almost lean Cousins more. I, mean, just I think I like Cousins. I think I would take Cousins more because I kind of like the style of offense. Well, with this too, especially like yeah. this Cousins, obviously, but like Cousins as a whole, Stafford just always seems to make like that one dumb mistake or like the. Uh, the, I don't know, early in the game, he, the, he rolled out and he bounced a ball to Hawkins in the end yep. zone. It was a horrible pass. And I think we got flagged for defensive holding or something, so it didn't matter. But He did that another horrible. time, too. He threw it at uh, the guy's, guy's feet. And yeah. I, I looked at uh, I looked at it and I go, ah, the old Donovan McNabb trick. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just seems like Cousins is very accurate almost all the time, except for occasionally overthrows a deep ball. Yep. Otherwise, he's like, he doesn't miss an easy throw. So yeah. Stafford seems to... Or occasionally make a really stupid play. Like, I think last year he tried to lateral it, 
and we picked it up and ran for a touchdown. Oh, yeah. Wasn't he like rolling out and then was like, oh, here you go, carry on. And the dude was not ready for it at all. I was like, whoa, why are you throwing me the ball? And we scooped and scored. I don't know. Do you remember uh, yeah, last yeah. year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or the Eagle game, Kirk's panicking and just like throws it behind him. It's like, yeah. whoa, dude. Yeah, I guess they're both idiots. I guess that's why I put them in the same boat. They're both 10 to 20, you know, probably closer to 10 to 15, both of them. Yeah. Um, Troy, so. Those are my three. I'll say Dan Bailey. Really believed in you, buddy. Missed a 45 yarder. Sad. It looked like something was wrong from the start of that hike. Like, had to have been the hold. <laughs> he hooked it immediately. Just maybe, you know, maybe he thought the guys were coming off the edge a lot faster. It felt like he I was almost because the one guy was coming around the edge, like, and he kicked it away from him. I yeah. don't. It's hard to say what went wrong. It seemed like him and Cole Kit like talked about it right away, and we're like, yep, yep, nope, nope. Like they knew what was wrong, yeah. but it did suck because that was the over not overthrow to Diggs. I'm sorry. It was the Diggs drop, and then it was like, okay, we're up five. Let's get the field goal, get up eight, and he missed it. And now it's like, fuck, they get the ball like at midfield. Yeah. Five-point game, but they, they end up going for it on fourth maybe, down. Maybe Colquitt didn't hold it straight up. Maybe hold Maybe Bailey missed it, Ryan. Why are you trying to blame Colquitt, our hero? Because, you know, Dan Bailey's been so good lately. Yeah, <laughs> it just sucks when it finally a kick actually mattered and he missed it. Um, That's not going to be a trend, is it? No, hopefully. Yeah, he just bangs through, like, worthless kicks, and then when it's clutch time, he misses it. Uh, one other thing, not a Troy, not a Teddy, nothing. Uh, Marcus Sherrill's inactive. Healthy scratch. Healthy scratch, okay. And it was Mike Hughes. Mike Hughes on punts. Uh, well, Abdullah's done kick returns all year. Solid at him. Mike Hughes looked, he looked to me very um, comfortable back there. Reliable. Confident. Confident. Didn't know bobble. Caught it low. Looked like, a lot better than PB. Looked, yeah, just... I don't know if he's going to be as good at returning as Cheryl's. Not, I didn't think Cheryl's looked all that great when he was doing it, but he's so like sure-handed that it's like yeah, I like just keep him back there. Years, I don't remember any fumbles. Yeah, so it'll be interesting if they just think maybe Hughes is a little more explosive, and they or if they just needed another position, and they were like, "What can we sit?" But at that point, like, I just feel like you would sit. I don't know, like, who's some random scrubs that we had? Cameron Smith on the roster now. Yeah, I just I don't know. I, I guess, but all Cheryl's or, or, does is I don't know. Well, I guess Cheryl's, you know. Maybe everyone else that was active play, plays a part on special Everyone teams. did play. The only person who did not play in this game for us was Sean Mannion. So everyone at least got a snap. Right. So, I mean, that's interesting. But, like, I don't know. You couldn't have sat, yeah, Cam Smith, but maybe he's an integral part of, like, you need that linebacker. Like, the, he's taking Ben Gideon's spot on special teams or yeah. something. So, And, obviously, you need Hughes to, to play corner. So if he can also do punt returns, you know, give it a shot. Um mm-hmm. Any other things for Troy's? I feel like uh, defense didn't play great. Diggs dropped a ball. Yep. Um, Everson what, Griffin, two What did you think of the end of the game? Uh, Patricia using timeouts and their D-line, like, acting like assholes. Did you see Cousins, like, flipping out on elf line? Yeah, take, and, like, taking, uh, well, they're taking knees and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, it got all weird at the end there. It's like, what is going on here? I mean, Patricia's down by 12, and he's taking timeouts with 40 seconds to go. So what do you... What do you think? We're gonna fumble a snap. You're gonna get it. Score. I mean, it just seems weird. Just fucking let it, it was go. The, uh, um, Greg Schiano. Greg Schiano. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they weren't as aggressive as Greg Schiano. Like that dude's crazy. Like they were like, but they were definitely like trying to push. Like we were getting mad at them. Yeah. And then Kirk was like throwing a fit. It looked like he the this third kneel down. He was yelling at Elfline like, dude, just like almost get like just get back here and don't get like don't get in a fight with them. Yeah. And then they they ended up getting a penalty. So it's like, Patricia, you burned your timeouts, and then your undisciplined, idiotic team got a flag, so it didn't even matter. Like, yeah. what is going on? I don't Every time they would pan to Patricia on the sideline 
after like a big play, he just looked like dumbfounded. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. No, he scored again. Huh. I don't get it. Like he just, I don't know. Reminds you of Jeff Fisher, doesn't it? Yeah, it's just like, <laughs> I don't know how they're doing it. This is bizarre. But uh, anyways, should we uh, hit the uh, week eight lines? No, we uh, will go into uh, Ryan's Nuggets real quick. Oh, Ryan's Nuggets. Ryan's, Ryan's Nuggets. Nuggets. Okay, here we go. Um, well, we uh, we talked a little about it earlier. Uh, Kirk Cousins uh, leads the NFL in pass rating, and it's uh, 114. 114, okay. Uh Leads the NFL in yards per pass attempt, 9.1s per attempt. Which, again, is another thing that's like, Mike Zimmer doesn't want to just run the ball and uh, be conservative. He's throwing for the most yards per attempt. Like, it's just, well, just frustrating. Uh, he ranks fifth in the league in touchdown passes. And with all those numbers and how much we're throwing the ball, he also ranks fourth in the league in completion percentage at 69.8. He's almost completing his passes at a 70% rate. And he probably has been or would be if not for that Bears game. MVP? Well, don't tempt me with a good time. Next week we should do, so we have the Thursday game. It's halfway through the season. Yep. We'll do our MVPs. Oh, halfway Maybe we'll year. do like two, try to fit two episodes in between the Kansas City game, you know? We'll see. Oh, yeah, because maybe we'll do one. Maybe we'll do a, uh, you know, uh, an award show on Monday. Yeah, we usually do. a normal and Monday then, show. And then Thursday, Friday. We can maybe like the, Thursday before yeah, we, we leave. We can preview the Kansas City game. Yep. Yeah. Um, and Kirk Cousins. Award show. That's one way to put it. <laughs> has completed passes at 7% above expectation, third best in the NFL, which is, you know, a little like analytics thing, like yeah. passes you're supposed to complete and stuff like that. Um, then we... Uh, this is, should I, I'll stick with the Vikings-related ones for now. I've got one. One Wolves related. one? No, no. Timberwolves? No. Okay, no, okay. no, no. Still NFL-related. Okay, okay. Um, oh, we, you talked about, you brought this one up. Uh, he's only the, he's the only quarterback in NFL history with three straight games of at least 300 yards and a QB rating of 130 or better. That seems bizarre because you think they'd go hand-in-hand. Hand. Well, like, like you think Peyton would have done it. Yeah, or like Mahomes last year. Yeah. Like how did he not have that? I mean, I assume Mahomes throws over 300 yards every game. Yeah, but I think... I guess the interceptions maybe is what causes it. Like if you throw a couple picks, yeah. it screws it up. I don't know. Yeah, that that is what screws it yeah, up. Yeah, like all of a sudden your rating's like 109 and then, you know, didn't get it. He's just playing really, really... Because you also have to have, I think around like... 10 or 11 yards per attempt yeah. at that point as well to get that high of a rating. So at a perfect rating, you need like 12.6 yards per attempt. Oh, really? Yeah. Aaron Rodgers had a perfect rating this week. Yes. Um, and then, to go on top of all this, uh, the last three, game, last three games, when the Vikings call a run play, and then the very next play, call a play action, Kirk Cousins averages... 19 yards per attempt. So wait, that's two runs, then a pass? Nope, just a run and a Then a play action. Play action. 19 yards 19 per attempt. 19 yards per Is that attempt. pretty good? That's like getting two first downs. Just, that's like a fifth of the field, right? Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's math right there. That's <laughs> math right there. Um, so we should keep doing that. <laughs> yeah, we should just – that's uh, – Efficiency why? Just run it, then pass it. Run it, then pass it. Run it, then run play action down the field. I don't know why nobody's done that. It's so simple. It's so simple. (laughs) Um, And I was talking. We talked about the Niners, and I said I'm not scared of the Niners. 
Uh, four easiest schedules so far this year. Uh, number 29, the Baltimore Ravens. Really? Their combined record is 17-28-1. That's like all – five of those wins are uh, Seahawks. Yeah. Wow. That's a really easy schedule. Okay. Uh, number 30, the Buffalo Bills. At a makes sense. 316 win percentage, their teams are 12 and 26. And the Bills are 4 and 2, I believe. No, one loss. They've only lost to the Patriots, yeah. 5 and their 1. Their other teams are all terrible though. Which is uh, what your stats telling me. Number 31, the New England Patriots. Yep. 286. I'm surprised it's not 30. even worse than the Bills. But I guess the Bills are 5 and 1. They played them, so. Well, um and number 32, the undefeated San Francisco 49ers. Uh, combined 11 and 28 record. 11 wins, huh? Three of those are, four of those are the Rams. Yep. Hmm. Well, I mean, the Redskins, do they have a win yet? Yeah, they, they beat the Dolphins. Won. Okay. Uh, the Bucks. Oh, yeah, they're terrible. Won. Did they play the Cardinals yet? Might be one of their wins. Th- yeah, I don't think so. Because that'd way, be like three wins right there. Where are we on that? Are we on there or do you not have I uh, No, this is just the bottom, the bottom. four. Gotcha. And all four of those teams are... At least four and two. I think the Ravens are four, four and two. Yep, Ravens are four and two. Yep. No, they're five and two. Oh, uh, yeah. We, yep, know, we're going. Yep, without a the bye. Bills are six and one. Then, or did they have a bye? But they had a bye. Five and one. Patriots are five and one. Playing the Jets right now. Yeah, they're seven zero. And then the Niners. The bottom four teams are all five and one or better. I've, yeah, well, you know, five and two or better. I, I mean, I guess you can't you can't pick who you play, but it does make me feel like maybe the 49ers aren't as tough as people think. I still think the Packers aren't that tough. I mean, it also like makes sense why the Niners' defense looks so good. Yeah, because <laughs> they're playing their their best team is the Rams, which I mean, are a good offense. Yeah, and, whatnot. and they did the play Rams them well. last year. Yeah, but, I mean, eleven and twenty eight. So our total would be six plus three. Nine. Nine plus two is 11. eleven. Plus Falcons is one more, so twelve. Twelve plus the Giants, which is two more, fourteen. And then the Eagles is three more, seventeen. Seventeen. And didn't we? Don't you count the Lions, or did you just count? I the counted lines? them. Those okay. the first three. So. Okay, so seventeen, and then I mean, let's go through the losses. Then their losses. So Packers I mean, it's probably have probably seventeen and twenty nine. Then we're probably close to the Ravens. Well, Detroit screws it up with their tie. But somewhere around there. I mean, it's probably 17, 28, and 1, just like the Ravens. Oh, <laughs> is that what theirs is? Yeah. So it's six between Bears and Lions. Yes. Yeah, one plus the Packers. Seven. Uh, then you have Giants have five more. Twelve. The Eagles have four more. Uh, Sixteen. And then the Falcons have six more. It's 22. Am I getting everyone? 17, 22. No, we're missing one. Who am I missing? Did we play an AFC team yet? The Raiders. Oh, I miss, I miss them on the wings, Oh, and too. they're 3-3, three and three, aren't they? Yep. Yeah, so 20 and 25. So we have, like, a normal schedule. Still teams under 500. Yeah, under 500, but it's but not yeah, it's drastically 20, yeah, 20, one 20 way. 25, yeah. Yeah, so. All right, well. Still. Ryan Snuggs. Ryan Snuggs. Ryan Snuggs. Ryan right. Snuggs. Uh, Should we hit a break? Yeah, let's take a break real quick. Welcome back. This uh, this uh, segment of the picks is brought to you by mybookie.ag. .ag. I almost said .com. It's mybookie.ag. Uh, they'll match up to uh, – they'll, they'll, f- they'll, yeah. they'll double your deposit, your first deposit. 
Using um, the promo code overtime. Using promo code overtime. Go there, place your bets. You know, we'll probably throw out some good bets. I think last week we were hot on the Texans, though. Yep. That did not work. No, it did not. We, uh, we should throw like a lock of the week or. Yeah, let's do that. The mybookie.ag, uh, you know. Lock of the week. Lock of the week, you know, sponsoring the pick segment. We should, po- we should uh, post that one on Twitter. Lock right. of the week, mybookie. Yeah, throw it up there, yep. you know. It's, it's, it's where I go, you know. Place yep. my bets, you know. That's where I go, too. I, uh, I lost. Uh, I lost on that Texans one. Uh, my bookie took my money. Yeah, um, but that's all right. You know, I'll get it back this week. Okay, yeah, bet we'll, with we'll Graves. Bet, <laughs> bet with Korak. You don't want to bet with Graves. It's bad news. Uh, but yeah, use that promo code overtime, and they'll match your first deposit. Uh, didn't I pick the Titans? Uh, I also picked the Giants. What was so the one where you like also switched the at the last it was second? The Giants game. It was because it's like the, the the hours are so crazy. But I think it was minus three and a half, and they only lost by three. Giants covered. I win. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, let's get into the picks, the mybookie.ag pick segment, you know. Yep. We're going to come up with lock of the week, too. I like that. First one on the docket, Thursday night. You've heard of them. Your Minnesota Vikings Who? are a 16-point favorite over the Redskins. I mean, I... I'm going to lock it in. I'm going to lock it in. That's the the MyBookie lock of the week right there. It is not. That's a 28-point win. Oh, my God. Thursday night games? If I – hey, if I find a different one, I'll switch it. But right now, that's my – it, we it's a home Viking game. What have we done in our home by, games this year? By seventeen, I mean that's three possessions. That's I mean, easy. I mean, We're yeah, gonna be up twenty one zero before they even yeah. see the field. I mean that's that's uh, twenty four to seven if they yep. score that much. This is classic Bills from last year. Like, how are they gonna score? They're seventeen points. Favorite. How are they gonna score though? It's like you know, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, we both have the Vikings. Yeah, but you know what? You know what they? You know what the Washington Redskins don't have that the Buffalo Bills did. Josh Allen. QB 17. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Denver Broncos at the Colts. Colts are a six-point favorite. I like the Colts, and God, that's almost a lock. <laughs> <laughs> Another my bookie lock of the week. Um, that's no, the yeah. bit. All of them are locks. <laughs> no, I'm going to take the Colts. They looked, uh, they looked pretty impressive. I don't think I'm locking week. in any AFC versus AFC game. I don't know enough. Well, uh, especially not. Too shit. Colts. Well, yeah, Colts. Yeah, I don't trust them. They're kind of up and down. I'll take the Colts on that one. Yep. Uh, this next one's looking like a lock, Ryan. Uh, oh. Giants at Detroit. What do you think the spread is on that? Oh, that's uh, that's Giants. Or I mean, Lions minus minus five. Giant uh, Lions are picked by seven. Ooh. I mean, that's looking like a like a just give me Saquon to, to just cover that. I mean, I Lions are free fall. Like twenty six twenty. That's, I mean, that's that, I just, that covers it. Is are the Lions beating anyone by seven? Come on, come on. I don't know. They're blowing games against the Cardinals. <sighs> yeah, it's, we'll I mean, come back to it. Yeah, yeah. If we don't find another, I, I still, mean, think, I still haven't. I haven't locked anything. Okay. I mean, yeah. I still like that Viking pick better. Uh, we'll go to the Chargers, the free falling Chargers at the Mitchell Trubisky led Chicago Bears. Oof. Bears are a four and a half point favorite. Two teams dying for a win. Although I think the Chargers might. I think the Chargers are cover four and a half. Okay, you want to take the Chargers there? Yeah, I'm taking the Chargers. I think I'm going to take a desperate Chargers team to cover two. I don't know if they're going to win it, but I think if they lose, it's by three or less. I might, I might pick Chargers on money line on that. Oh well, that's I mean, that, plus uh, one seventy five. That's not a bad bet. At my bookie. .eg promo code overtime. overtime. <laughs> uh, Bengals at the Rams. Rams are a 13-point favorite. This one's looking like I might want to – I mean, I'm, th- I'm starting to think three-team teaser. You know, Vikings, Rams, just move those lines six points. Okay. Who messes that up? I mean, you get, we got to throw someone else in there. 
But we'll, you know, we, we can find your lions. That's true. I don't want to bet on the lions though. Move the line the other way. Giants plus thirteen. Oh, you can do that. There you go. Uh, who do you got? Bengals Rams minus thirteen. Uh, Taking the Rams. I think the Bengals are just terrible. They're awful. That offensive line is brutal. Yeah, that's the thing. Like their first round pick. Dante Fowler um, just had three sacks against. Uh, um, did he really? The left tackle of the Falcons, Jake Matthews. Imagine what he's going to do to some random. Oh, Cordy Glenn. Cordy Glenn. Cordy Glenn yeah. At least he's like a somewhat competent NFL player. I think player. he They're, used to be. Yeah, he's. I don't think he is anymore. And, he's like and they traded up first round, or they, they traded f- down swapped, ten. Right, yeah, yeah. Down, down ten slots. Uh, next game: Buccaneers at Titans. Ryan Tannehill led Titans. Uh, Titans are picked by two and a half. I just heard Titans. Who are Bucks. They Bucks. Two and a half Titans? Yeah. In Tennessee? Yeah. Oh, give me the Titans. You love the Titans. Give me the Titans. You and your buddy Phil. No, no, no. It's not even just that. Well, it's probably mostly that. But still. <laughs> tighten I mean, up. Tighten up, defense. I it's like... just the Titans versus the Bucks. The Titans have a good defense, or it's supposed to be good. Yeah, but that Bucks I offense, like Mike man. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. Going to get shut down by two shorties. Like, Adoree Jackson's 5'8". He can cover either of them. No. Malcolm Butler's 5'10". He can cover They're either gonna of them. They're going to bully those little guys. And Logan Ryan, don't get him bad. He's 5'11". He can he can cover those guys, too. That's going to be a tough matchup for those boys. <laughs> All right. Uh, Eagles at Bills. Bills are a two-point favorite. Wow. That's wild. I mean, they're... they're Five and they, one. The better team, I guess. Eagles just not looking good. I don't like that game though at all. I, I don't like it. it at all. I'm gonna take, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna take the Eagles. Lock it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take the Eagles, but I don't. I would stay away from that. Yeah, one. I would not bet on that game. I don't like betting the Bills um, anytime. I, no, I'll take the Eagles as well, but don't don't bet on it. Panthers at the 49ers. 49ers five and a half point favorites. Give me the Panthers to cover. God, I really want to do that too. I, I think Panthers cover. They're not gonna and off a buy right. Yeah, they're not going to lose by six. That defense is so good this year. McCaffrey's pretty sweet, too. I'll take the Panthers as well. You that could, might you be could a move, fun one You could watch. move that line, too, if you did a tease to move that to, like, 10 and a half. It'd be tough for them to lose by 10. Uh, next game is Oakland at Houston. Houston is a seven-point favorite. Houston. Raiders are weird. They're kind of, like... They're a tough play. Yeah, but like except last I, week, I feel like <laughs> if you have a passing game, you can shred them. Yeah, which is what we did, which is what Rodgers did. Well, Bears don't have that, so they kind of struggled against them. It's so true. Texans, Will Fuller sounds like he has serious injury, so it's just Hopkins out there. Well, don't forget about boy Kenny Stills. Kenny Stills, your boy. Yeah, that's true. I think Texans win this, but do they win by a touchdown or more? I think they do. I think they do. I'm gonna I, take the Texans. I, I do too because the, they don't have much of a run game to begin with. Yeah, they're so they're a passing team. Yeah. yeah, they're a passing team. And like Garyon Conley's gonna cover DeAndre Hopkins. Give me a break. He got traded. Garyon Conley did to the Texans. When? Wait, so wait, just this like today. So wait, they traded him to the team they're playing. Clearly. Can't, where's our stats guy? Nick. Nick. Tim. Where's my intern? <laughs> Garyon Conley. <coughs> Trending in the news says my phone. Oh. Yeah, Texans trade for a third round pick for Garyon Conley. Oh, former first round pick. And they trade him this week, the week they're playing him. That's crazy. Uh, so, yeah, he won't be covering Hawkins. Someone else will. Well, even better. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Green Bay, this is the Sunday night game at 
Matt Moore led Kansas City Chiefs. A little, little frustrating they get to play him without him, but we probably will too. What do you think the line is on that? What What do you think Patrick Mahomes moves this, being out moves this line? Because it is incredible. I moves it. I bet it's... I bet it's plus minus two Packers right now. Minus five Packers. Fuck off. They yep. gave him an eight point difference on that. Well, what or do you at think? Least eight? Yeah, I mean, at least eight. Because I think with Mahomes, it's probably like minus four and a half Chiefs or something. Yeah. Like, they wouldn't be even just home field. Like Chiefs are the better team if they have Mahomes. I would. I mean, I know they had a couple losses, but a Chiefs team is still so scary. So do you think the Packers can cover, can win by five in Arrowhead against Matt Moore? Sunday night. Sunday night, I feel like weird shit could happen. By five. The Colts beat them by six on Sunday night. At yeah, that's true. But that was a low-scoring game. I'm going to take the Chiefs, and I'm not going to – I'm going to stay away from it completely. I'm not – but I would take – I'll take the Chiefs. I will put that in a teaser. Move that line to 11 and a half. So Chiefs have to cover 11. Here's my feeling with that, though, is I feel like either the Chiefs are going to keep it close or they're going to get blown completely yep, out yeah, of the water. That- so I kind of just don't even want to mess with that. That's true. That's true. I want to take the Packers. Yeah, see, I thought you were going to say that. Okay, well, you know, you take the Packers. Some fan you are. Uh, I, I, don't, I didn't say it confidently. <laughs> <laughs> Monday night football, Miami Dolphins on Monday night. This is a good one for draft picks. At the Pittsburgh Steelers. Wait, it's not because the Dolphins have both of those. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Pittsburgh somehow winning games. Uh, Don't they only have one win, or do they have two? Well, they now? beat the Chargers. Is that their only I win? Think that's their only win. Oh, well, or maybe they had one. No, they had one with Big Ben. Thought they had one they had with one Big, with Big, Big Ben. Yeah. They have two. They have two wins, which is impressive for having. Uh, I don't even know who their quarterback is. What do you think the line is? Uh, like? Devlin Hodges. Yeah, sounds like and Mason Rudolph. Yeah, they're two and four. Uh, the Steelers are picked by fourteen and a half. So more than two touchdown favorites. Oh boy! Uh, if Ma- Mason Rudolph, I think is back. Is he back? I think oh. that's why. Otherwise, it's probably yeah, like it seven would, and yeah, a half. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say if it's not, then I would take the Dolphins. But I think I'll take this. I'm gonna take the Dolphins cover. I'm gonna take the Dolphins too. So where's your lock, Ryan? That's it. It's gotta be the Vikings. Gotta be <laughs> minus gotta sixteen be in Minnesota, right? <laughs> God, that's a shitty-ass lock of the week. Hey, we'll find out Thursday night, though. Uh, God, I really want to, like, pick a different game. Like, I really want to lock in the Colts. At minus six? At minus six. Because they're playing... Wait, no, I'm going to lock in Carolina at plus five and a half. Okay, so let's remember that. I took Vikings, minus 16. You got Carolina. Yep. What was it, plus five plus and a half? Plus five and a half. At the 49ers? Plus five and a half. We'll Fuck see who half. wins the my bookie, you know, betting line segment. Yeah, we uh, we should now keep track of just last Our year locks. we did all picks. Should yeah. just be lock of the week. Yeah, lock of the week. Okay. Um, yeah, and I'm taking the Panthers plus five and a half. You're taking Vikings minus 16. I might parlay them both. <laughs> boom. All of a sudden, it's like I got both locks in there. Smart. That's Don't what I would money. do, listeners. All right. Well, we're at about an hour 30. Call it a week. Yeah. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you. Maybe Monday with a little wrap-up of the Redskins and a award show, and as you call it. Show. The award <laughs> show. The Grapes and Gork award show. Uh, and well, then we well, could probably. be a student tie event. Yeah. <laughs> and maybe we hit the, uh, if we can figure out some time to do it, a Chiefs preview, like a special episode where it's. I don't know. We'll see. Who knows? It'll yeah, be good. Maybe It'll if be the good. award show doesn't uh, take too long, then we can maybe get it all. We'll just do it real quick yeah. and release the other one on Thursday. Now you're thinking. Now you're boom, thinking. Boom. All, all right. right. Well, well, uh, we'll see you next week, guys.